think that has been the biggest help um, in learning what direction to take is really asking questions and, and being brave to ask those questions, first of all. Hello, and welcome again to another episode of One Starfish, where our mission is to change the world one person or one starfish at a time and together make a massive difference. As always, make sure to rate, review, share, all of those things. Take us on Instagram. I'm excited for our guest today, Julie Forbes. Um, I met her not that long ago, and it's really interesting. She's come from like a musical background to now she says it's UI UX designer, which I'm like, what is that? Um, websites mobile. We'll get into some of this a little bit. So welcome to the show, Julie. Thanks for spending some time with us. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here, Angela. <laughs> Very cool. So we're talking a little bit before about how you transitioned from one industry to a completely different industry. Tell us a little bit about like why you transitioned and yeah, where that's, where that's kind of going for you. Sure. Well, in, in my career, um, I've come from a career in teaching, which is all to do with being with people. So helping people learn, helping them achieve goals. And um, so, yeah, as you said, I started my career with a musical background. So I've played piano all my life, basically. And, and when I went to university, when it was time to choose a career, I thought, well, this is what I do best. Why don't I try that? So I studied classic, classical piano and alongside education because I'm like, well, how do I turn this into a career? I can either perform or I can teach. So I decided to teach. And um, so I taught private piano lessons for a long time and even in elementary music. And But throughout the career, I wondered, well, what else can I do? I've done music all my life. There must be, you know, there's there are so many different um parts of who we can be or different types of versions of ourselves. So I'm like, what's another version of myself? What other avenue could I explore? I've always had a creative side. I've been in, you know, dance lessons, piano, of course. <laughs> and so I knew, I knew it had to be something creative. And I've always been drawn to very visual aspects as well, whether, whether that be um, designs in furniture, whether it be patterns and textiles, anything. So I'm like, okay, it has to be creative. And I also wanted it to be have more of a let's say forward forward thinking so in studying piano um it's it's almost a study in history you study works from you know 17th century 18th century so things from so long ago so i wanted to be on the other side looking towards the future and so when when the pandemic hit and we had to learn so many so many tools um, mm -hmm. in learning how to teach them. I thought, well, who are the people behind these tools? Who are the ones who are creating it? I, I want to do that <laughs> because so many times, like there'd be a new tool I had to use. And I'm like, I wish I had that idea. It's so creative. It's so different. It's so innovative. So I'm like, where can I, how can I become one of those people? What are their titles exactly? So, so I had the same reaction when I heard, UX designer, I said, what is that? <laughs> what is that exactly? Um, so my husband, he's actually a graphic designer and he took a course in UX design. His company sent him to Vancouver okay. and I didn't think of much of it at a time. I'm like, oh, UX, it has a neat name. That's it. <laughs> but then, yeah. <laughs> but then as I really got into um, thinking of what else can I do? How can I add to my skill set? Um, 
in my career trajectory. I started snooping on LinkedIn to see um, what other people um, who have my background, what they're studying now, are they still continuing with music or have they have they ventured into other industries? And I came across this one girl's profile and she had a very similar background to me. She was a pianist as well and had um, a background in organizing concerts, but now she was studying at, um, as a designer at OCAD University and in her profile, it said that she had completed a UX design course. So I thought, why don't I connect with this person and ask, okay, how'd you get there kind of thing? And um, yeah, she said it it suited her creative side and wanted to explore yeah, the technology side. So I'm like, okay, maybe this is the path that I want to take because it's dealing with innovating products and creating something new. So yeah, I signed up for that course. It was a six month class. And then, um, so that was for UX user experience. It, it involves building products to make sure that they're easy to use. So whether it be a website or whether it be a mobile application. Mm. So you're looking at, okay, what is the user? So the person that's using the website, what are they trying to accomplish? Are mm -hmm. they on a, let's say, um, an e-commerce site where they're shopping for a dress? What are the steps that they go through in order to choose the dress and put it into the shopping cart? And how do you make that process as easy as possible? And then after that UX course, I went into the UI course. So that stands for user interface. So that is that that is what the user is looking at. So the shape of the button, the colors of the buttons, where the placement of the buttons, how do they know to click here as opposed to there? And mm -hmm. how do you design it so that they know if they click here, it'll take them to where they actually want to go. So so it's a lot of, um, there's a bit of psychology in there mm -hmm. um, as well as um, design principles. So you have to, learn, oh, sorry, <laughs> my nose is ready. So a lot of design principles. So knowing how to build, um, let's say, visual hierarchy. So if there's a lot of a large text um, that you want them to read, how do you make it easy to scan? It, it can't just be one chunk. You can either bold something, make the font smaller right, or yeah. larger. Yeah, so so all it's a very, um, let's say, multi multifaceted um, practice in both UX and UI. And so the the um, role that I have now, it's more heavily based on designing the interface part. So that's why my title now is UI UX designer. Wow. That's, yeah. that's so crazy. Like if you're like me and you're listening, you're like, I glazed over. I was like, yeah. this is crazy. <laughs> you know, we can just click on the websites and make it go. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then you're the one that designs it, which is really cool because obviously that's, um, someone's got to do it. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it's not something that that you really think of, you think, oh, it's this there, it, it just exists, but you know, it didn't exist prior to someone making the decision for yeah, having the idea and then putting, making that idea a reality. So that's, that's where I am. I'm, I'm the behind the scenes person that's helping to, to create the, the product. Yeah. That's really cool. And one of the things I got out of that, that I want listeners to kind of notice is we went from one passion to a different passion. And maybe you guys that are listening are in something and maybe it's not working and maybe you're like ready for a change. And what Julie did, which was awesome, was find someone that was like her and what did she change to? And then she reached out to that person and said, hey, tell me a little bit about it. 
And I think we don't do that enough. We don't reach out to people that have what we want to say, hey, is this really what I want? And how did you get there? Like, I think that's just like genius right there, Julie, that you were able to reach out to someone that was like you, had the music background, whatever. And then was like, hey, is this like, is this what I think it is? Like, is this a good idea? How did you get there? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's really, it, it really has helped um, my career transition because um, it's, it's one thing to have an idea, but it's another to really envision like the steps to get there. And so we have to look to our network. We have to look to other people who have been in a similar place and know that you're not alone in, you know, wanting to pursue something else. Um, but it is, it is hard to do, but it's, I think that has been the biggest help um, in learning what direction to take. It's really asking questions and, and being brave to ask those questions, first of all. <laughs> and yeah, then like I said, yeah. <laughs> like that's the big step to reach out to a stranger and say, hey, tell me a little bit more. And the neat thing is we, we get worried about that, but most people are super helpful. Um, oh, and most people yeah. want to help, but you'll meet a rare person that's like, no way, but mostly people are helpful. We just don't reach out for help enough. Um, and I think that was, like I said, a key thing. Like if you're not sure where you're going or you're deciding where you're going in life, find someone that's doing what you think you might want to do. Talk to them and see if that is what you want to do. And then yeah. learn the short shortcuts, kind of like learn the minefield so you don't have to step on all the mines in order exactly, to get to the other yeah. side, right? <laughs> exactly. And because it can take time to answer all the questions that you have unless you're like actually living through the experience. So it's mm-hmm. much faster to to ask someone who's already been through an experience and, and gain the insight from them. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, switching gears a little bit, we talked about this and something I love and I know a lot of our listeners are obviously into is personal development. Um, you said you got a whole stack of books really into yeah. that. So tell us a little bit about like your them. morning your morning routine. What do you like reading habits? Sure. Like what are some of your habits, Julie? That sure thing. So, oh yeah. So in the morning, what do I do first thing? So I'm I'm a I'm a fairly um spiritual person. So the first thing cool. I do is is pray right away. I, I pray for things that I'm happy for, I think or things that I'm thankful for, um, I should say. And for how I want the day to go. <laughs> so, so in a way it's, it's just envisioning what my day is going to be like. That's the first thing. Next mm. thing is I stretch. I think I need a new mattress because I'm always very stiff in the, <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So I try to stretch and um, I guess I, I, I should explain the context. So I, I, I'm, I'm a new mom as well. I have oh, a right, one year old. Yeah. And so a lot of my morning is waking up before she does and trying to get, trying to get in as much, let's say me time before I can, I can face the day and, and, um, and tend to everyone else's needs. So yeah, so I wake up, I pray, I stretch and then I get myself ready and, and, and bef- before baby, I would spend a long time reading in bed as well. So now it's it's allocated to the evening time. And so the the first book that I wanted to share was actually one that I was doing when I was um, in a piano pedagogy course. So the chapter that we were focusing on, um, it wanted us to get to know our students but more so their personalities. And so they recommended this book. It's called Please Understand Me Too <laughs> by um, David Kiersey. And it, and, and it explains the Myers-Briggs um, test and all the different personality types um, that mm. you can have. So you can take a test and go through it. And it's and it, it really goes into detail, even explaining how different personality types um, perceive time or 
Mm. how different personality types approach even personal development like my personality type is all about personal development whereas some others you know that's at the back of of their mind kind of thing Mm. so that one really opened my eyes to understanding people a bit more Mm -hmm. everyone has different priorities and not just based on their um, life experience but based on how they're naturally wired let's say (laughs) that's important yeah yeah Yeah, and that's like I'm reading um right now how to win friends and influence people I've read it multiple times yeah we're on my third time through in like two weeks right now I'm just like (laughs) because it is so important to learn how to understand other people and like they don't all think like we do like you know you don't think like I do I don't think but it's like we just think everyone thinks like us so when they don't you're like what's wrong with you yes and And they're probably thinking the same thing about you it's like what's wrong with you exactly so that that really gave me an insight into you know we might be reading the same thing or hearing the same thing but it'll be interppreted in so many different ways based on our personality types so yeah that's a really influential book for me yes and congrats you got a little one too um (laughs) where do you see like what's your vision if you have one i know we just switched careers and we have a new baby what's your vision for the next five ten years like where do you want everything to kind of go julie um well you know i still feel i'm i'm a teacher at heart so i hope to eventually get back into teaching just for fun you know um teaching music um, for fun on the side. I do want to travel a bit more. That's that's my hope in having a career that's more um, where I can work anywhere kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my that's my goal to get to the beach <laughs> is, is my goal. So yeah, I want to see the world a bit more. I, I, I was able to explore a bit more in my early 20s, you know, in my university years. So now I kind of want to bring, bring that back. So that's kind of our our family goal let's say is to explore yeah explore more yeah and be able to do some music like so with music you said kind of like on a this kind of your passion is still the music and doing that on the side I guess you could say a side hustle Um, (laughs) is it just a really hard industry to kind of make a full living on or did you get burned out and it was too much and you lost some of the passion I think I think mostly I think I wanted music to be for me, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. thinking of like personal development again. I think it's something that it's a gift I've been giving and it, it makes me feel whole. And so Mm -hmm. how to translate or to be able to market that, I found it kind of took away from the passion a little bit. So, so I think that's, that's the biggest reason why I kind of wanted to step back from making music my career. I wanted to make it more my self-expression, my, my mm-hmm. art form rather than, yeah, rather than attach it to my um, career Paycheck. or like financial, yeah, financial goals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Totally, that totally makes sense. And I think for, once again, for a lot of people um, listening, you know, maybe where you're at too, I mean, maybe what you're doing it's becoming a job. I know when I used to train horses, it became a job. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I haven't rode in quite a few years because I kind of burnt out almost like it became, I had to ride instead of yes, I wanted to ride. I wanted to. Exactly. So I think stepping back from it now, it is like, I do miss it a lot. Like, cause every day I would be singing or playing. Um, but, but yes, as you say, it starts to turn into a job job. <laughs> and so I like it more now because I play when I want not 
when I have to instead. So yeah, the love is returning a, a bit more. The love was always there, just in different um, degrees. But yeah, now it's, it's just purely for enjoyment. And I think I needed that as a recharge at this point in my life. Yeah. And then eventually getting back into maybe doing some teaching with it, yeah. depending on around your beach time and your yeah, time. around Yeah, exactly. Around the beach time, around the exploring time. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can do it. Hey, we're going to be gone for a few weeks. We're going to be. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah, you got your little girl now. Um, and you know, that's a lot of your, I know your, your world. So she, yes. you know, keeps you, keeps you. Yeah. Busy, I guess you could say, but toes, yeah. yeah. And you wanted to build that amazing life for her, which is really cool that you guys are doing that. Um, yeah, doing that, I guess. And if you guys are, are listening to this and not watching it or whatever, Julie has the most amazing smile. So oh, um, very when, I first, when I first met her, that's one of the things I really noticed is she's a very happy, genuinely happy person. Have you always been that way? I have. And, you know, it, it's funny. I, I'm, I'm thinking back to years and years ago. The one the one thing about me is I have a very good memory, like childhood memory. Oh, wow. So even speaking to um, like speaking to friends and family, I'm like, oh, do you remember this time? And they'll say no. And I'm like, oh, but I remember what we said and how we felt. So, yeah, thinking back to childhood, um, I remember in junior high, we were, it was a group of us sitting together and it was, you know, people I had gone to elementary school with. So we had known each other for probably 10, 10 plus years already. And one boy, you know, we weren't close or anything. He's like, oh, in elementary school, Julie was always the nicest person. I'm like, really? You thought that about me? I didn't know. I thought everyone was nice, you know? So, but that going back to the the book on personality traits, that's my personality trait is I have, um, I'm very empathetic and that's just how I see people. I, I, I can look at you and, and I read your facial expression. And I know whether you've had a good day or not kind of thing mm. or or even um, my musical ear can pick up the tone in your voice and know you kind of what you're feeling <laughs> a little, not to say I'm reading by right. or anything, but you know, some people are just more in tuned to yes. other people's emotions. And so I, I feel I'm that person. So that's what I try to bring. When I look at a person, I see, I see you, I see the goodness in you. And that's the first thing I see until you show me otherwise, let's say. <laughs> right, of course. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's like, and some people when they're empathetic, they almost feel too much. And then if they're around, say, quote, negative energy, it actually makes them negative where I don't think it affects you that way. Do you know, um, like. It could, you know, it. you'd know if it was affecting me if there's a complete silence <laughs> that's, that's how you would know yeah because um instead of being more outward I go inward in order almost to protect let, yourself let's say yeah almost to protect but also to process what's happening I guess yeah why are you being so negative <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah what's so bad what could possibly be so bad yeah, yeah. what are some because you are that way so I know I mean I don't I don't know you that well but I'm sure you've been through I mean you're married you, you've been through stuff, you've been through struggles, you've been through um, hardships. What are some things that have got you tangible tips that, because a lot of people that are listening also are probably going through a lot of different stuff, um, especially this year with everything going on. There's just a lot going on. What are some tangible tips that you would say to someone that, that helped you come out of some, if you can think back to some of those maybe darker times in your life, you don't have to tell the stories necessarily, oh, yeah. but like what got you out of them? Sure. I, I think it's to know that whatever has happened to you, it's not 
the first time it has ever happened to anyone. And so to look at it from, to look at your life from more of an objective point of view, because sometimes when you're in it and you're in the, let's say the darker times of your life, um, it's hard to see past those clouds, let's say, or past those dark moments. So you almost have to separate yourself from it and see in order to see the bigger picture to order in order to get yourself out of those places and and turn to people yeah turn to people because they always want to hear what you have to say Mm -hmm. even if you're thinking oh I don't want to bother someone else um chances are they they always want to hear you and especially if it's someone that's already in your life whether it be a friend or a family member um they want to hear you so just Mm -hmm. be willing to 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 speak out yeah that's really good. That's yeah. And realize, yeah, you're not the only one. And so you're not alone. And I think a lot of people feel like they're the only ones and um, they are alone. And so just realizing you're not, and then finding people maybe that are dealing with the same struggles that you're dealing with and able to like, once again, reaching out to other people and, and yes. asking for advice. Is that something you've kind of done too then? Oh, absolutely. Sounds like you reach out for help pretty quick, which is really Yeah. Good. And you know, it's something I had to learn. It's not something that that always came easily and mm-hmm. it's not something that I knew let's say I had permission to do I th- mm-hmm. always thought oh I, ha- I have to be able to do this by myself because mm-hmm. you know it's 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 my problem it's my issue I have to be able to solve you're it you're a but, superwoman I'll yeah exactly but you know you're only one mind and if you consult someone else they they might have a different perspective and a different answer that they can provide to you so so you have to um you know, we, there's, there's another book <laughs> that I, I, like it. um, I forget the author, but it, I think it's called Be- Belonging and, and its perspective is, it, it was how we belong he- here in Canada as one another, but there was one part in it, um, where it says we only exist because of other people, like other people that we're connected to, you know, if we were alone, we could never, we could never, um, see ourselves through others eyes so it's only mm-hmm. people interacting with us um that we know who we are almost by seeing what we are not <laughs> in a way um mm-hmm. so know that you're you're never never alone and there's always someone that can lend lend a hand just be brave enough to reach out that's really good that's a really good point um so in wrapping up, we'll wrap up. We have three final questions we always ask. Sure. And then um, and then lastly, just anything you want to kind of leave the listeners to, we'll, we'll wrap up with that. So three final questions is, if someone is looking for their purpose, which a lot of people are looking for their purpose, and it's interesting, like I said, where I'm, I'm interested in your answer on this, actually, because you kind of had a purpose and then you kind of have a different purpose now. I feel like kind of, but I don't know where you feel on that. But what's one sentence that you would say that would help someone like find their purpose? Mm, one sentence that's that's liberty or a paragraph. <laughs> oh, good. one sentence um one thought one thought let's say maybe look to the world around you what what sparks your interests yeah look to the world around you see what sparks i like it number yeah. two question um and you'll have lots but the one that comes to mind right now we'll go with your favorite quote and why Oh, I didn't bring my quote book. <laughs> I know. As I said, like everyone has tons, but like, what's the one that jumps out right now? <laughs> what's the one that jumps out? Oh no. Oh, there's so many. I wish I could remember. Oh, 
be careful what you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. Oof. <laughs> That's a good one. Yes. Um, and final question is what, what is one word or sentence you would want on your gravestone? How do you want to be remembered? My gravestone? Um, was loved and gave love. Hmm. You can see that being a very true statement on your grave. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Any final words that you, you know, that maybe we didn't touch on that you just think, you know, someone that's an aspiring, whatever they're aspiring to be, maybe they're a successful entrepreneur, maybe they're wanting to be an entrepreneur, maybe they're just running a business or working for someone. I don't know. They're obviously into personal growth and personal development spaces to be listening to podcasts like this. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. what's one word or, or like, what's, what's something that I mean, we didn't touch on that you think would be helpful? Sure. Uh, can I recommend another book? Yes, definitely. Maybe? Yeah. Okay. So this one was recommended to me by a friend. Um, and uh, she, whenever I was, you know, venting on my, my frustrations in my career search, um, she recommended this. So it's called What Color Is Your Parachute? And this oh. is the 2021 version I have. I, I don't know if they have a new version. But it, um, it says, Your Guide to a Lifetime of Meaningful, meaningful Work and Career Success. So it goes through step by step to really um, be able to search and tailor your career to your your strengths. Um, so that's one that really helps me kind of fine tune my search as well. And um, yeah, um, educate yourself. Look through many, many resources. I was on YouTube a lot looking at, you know, videos of other people in, in transition. Find as much information as you can in order to guide your process, your search, and you will get there. You'll get there through trial and error. And it, it's, it won't be easy. It won't be easy because you're trying to, you're trying to change yourself. You're trying to stretch yourself in ways that you haven't been stretched mm -hmm. before. So mm -hmm. it's not going to be easy, but it will be worth it once you get there. That's so good. That's a great, great word. Um, as always, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Let's go out there and let's change one starfish or one life today. And like I said before, whenever we can change one life at a time, together we can actually change the world. Thank you so much for being on this podcast, Julie. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs>